In the managed care system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The HCC Risk Adjustment Department, who tracks down medical records and ICD-10 codes, and the Quality Stars Team, who partners with primary and specialty providers to ensure ideal clinical outcomes. These are their stories. So I'm reading this from Forbes.com. Mark Cuban's Cost Plus Drugs which is a company that, that he founded. Now, Mark Cuban, the, the entrepreneur, I love Shark Tank. I watch Shark Tank at least three or four days a week. I'm fascinated by these mom and poppers, regular average Joes that have a, a brilliant idea or have put their heart and soul into a business. And then they auction it off for, for pennies on the dollar because they're low on money. And so they sell a third of their, of their business to Mark Cuban or, or, or Damon John, or, or Mr. Wonderful. So Mark Cuban is considering leaving Shark Tank because he has this, this company, Cost Plus Drugs. So to, to quote the, the Forbes article, launched nine months ago, Cost Plus Drugs offers steep discounts on around 350 different generic medications. Generic Crestor a cholesterol-lowering medication costs $151 a month at the local CVS. A steep discount from the brand-name pill, which runs $329 a month. Cuban sells it for $4.80. Ditto glucophage, a diabetes drug, sells for $20 at CVS versus $3.90 at Cost Plus. There's the generic version of Zoloft, which is $50 at CVS, but $420 at, at Cost Plus. Cuban says no one should have this much wealth. Talking about his own riches, owning, owning I believe he owns 90% of the, the Dallas Mavericks. He's the majority owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, he obviously got rich. He's a dot-com billionaire. He says, quote, you make the best of it, and I don't feel guilty about it at all, which I think is very critical because it's not always – there's there's a groundswell of 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 anger and vitriol towards extremely wealthy people. And I think for extremely wealthy people like Mark Cuban to make a difference, you can't feel guilty about being wealthy. You have to take your wealth and take your connections and and take the knowledge that you have and actually use that wealth to help create a path for others to to have some success and in this case, he's taking a lot of his wealth and he's putting it into Offering low-cost drugs. Now, I've been in charge of a formulary before. So I'm a person that's that's run Medicare Part C and Part D. So I'm not a pharmacist, but I know what it's like to be in charge of, of star ratings and in charge of the entire portfolio. And if you want to get your surveys to go down, you want to get complaints from, from members, you start messing with people's formulary. Especially with Medicare Advantage. You have elderly people that are on a fixed income. And people that are on a fixed income, they have a specific amount, dollar amount budgeted for, for the drugs that they use. If if they're on some type of heart drug, if they're on a statin, if they're diabetic. And everyone's body reacts differently to different drugs. So people, especially elderly people, they don't want to be on some type of carousel where they're trying a different drug every three or four months. They want to get with a drug that works for them, that they can afford, 
that doesn't have side effects that are harmful or deleterious. So this is a big deal when you have someone like Mark Cuban that that has so much money and has so much clout and has so much connectivity to sell pharmaceutical drugs at 1% or 2% of what cost would be at a local CVS. Now, I've talked about CVS, Aetna acquiring Signify Health, which is an in-home assessment vendor. I talked about the merger Change Health being acquired by United Optum. I've talked about the landscape of all of these different companies that, that are joining forces, that large companies are gobbling up smaller companies so that they can have a wider portfolio, whether it's technology-based, whether it's operations-based, whether it's provider-based. So if you're, if you're a healthcare conglomerate, you want to have the ability to specifically offer care at, at the plan level. So you have the health plan. Then you have the ancillary programs that assist the health plan, like the options of the world. You have, you have clinics that assist the health plan that you can do direct care. Then you have other ancillary programs like in-home assessment vendors where people will come directly to your house. Then you have the claim system. Then you have the EMR PHR. You have all of these different components. And when you have access, I use the term Voltron, when you have access to all of that and you're, and you're the, the conglomerate, you can offer so many different services and care management tools and analytics and predictive statistical modeling for your members. Ultimately, if you have that, care should be more efficient. You should be spending less money on medical loss ratio. You should be spending less time with the member. You should, you should have a claim system that's getting all of the data from point A to point B. Submissions to, to CMS centers of Medicare Medicaid should be more lean, more efficient, and you should have better clinical outcomes. You spend less time on paperwork and more time with the member. And in an ideal situation, that's, that's how it works. But one of the things in the United States of America, and I have Janelle King, who's one of my co-hosts, and Janelle's from Toronto, so she talks about the difference between the system in Canada and the system in the United States. We have high drug costs. And in Canada, I'm not an expert on the provincial system, but my understanding is if you're in Ontario, the, the pricing for drugs is the same in Toronto as it is in um, any of the other cities surrounding Toronto or, or some of the more rural areas in Ontario. You don't have these wide pendulum swings of cost from one zip code to another zip code. And you see that in the States. You, you see the, the high cost of drugs. You, if you ever go to ER, you ever have a, uh, unfortunate enough to have an inpatient hospital stay. I remember when, when I was really sick with Lyme disease, I spent about four or five days in the hospital. It was a nightmare. And I remember looking at the costs and how much just general painkillers were marked up. You know, Advil, acetaminophen that I could get at, at, the, at the store, even at a gas station, was marked up 10 times what the normal cost would be. And Canada seemingly does a better job with, with those type of additional costs and how they're just crippling and backbreaking for for members. So back to the Forbes article, Cuban can offer such low prices because he bypasses the pharma industry's many middlemen, including the price negotiators, 
known as the Pharmacy Benefit Managers, PBM. Which every health plan has a has a PBM that they work with and negotiate rates. I was I I have been in charge of managing the PBM. My own personal experience as a healthcare executive, as a vice president of quality. It is a huge, notoriously opaque business. And for me, I'll throw in my two cents. Remember, I'm not a pharmacist. So if you get into a situation where you've moved through the ranks, you're you're running stars, you're running Medicare. You're running the quality stuff. Well, you get promoted. They say, well, we need, we need you to run Part D, too. Well, I'm not a pharmacist. So I'm trying to negotiate with a PBM, but I'm not an expert on that. And just because someone is a chief medical officer doesn't mean that they're an expert on negotiating with the PBM. So you have to learn that process. But the first two or three years where you learn that process, you're going to get hosed because you're not an expert. If you ask me to negotiate in-home assessments or chart retrieval and coding, I'm going to win that negotiation because I've been doing that for 15, almost 20 years. The market leader, CVS Caremark, generated $153 billion in sales in 2021. Instead, Cuban buys directly from the folks who manufacture the pills, paying them just enough to make it worth their while, then sells them online at a fixed markup of 15% plus $8 for shipping and fees. It's not a novel idea. Walmart and Costco are experimenting with similar models. But Cuban, perhaps thanks to his celebrity, is quickly gaining traction. Cost Plus Drugs already claims more than a million customers and says it's growing at a rate of about 10% each week and on track to be profitable in 2023. Cuban is uncharacteristically tight-lipped about revenue. Forbes estimates Cost Plus has booked at least $25 million in sales during its first nine months as an operating concern. Now, I love what, what Mark Cuban is doing, and I think the key word is celebrity. Because it takes to to break the system, to make wholesale changes in the system. It can't just be someone at CMS. It can't even be my guys like the John Gormans of the world. People who come on this show that are policy experts and know what's going on, know these things inside and out, know where the bodies are buried. You have to have someone that has a large media platform, that has celebrity, that has cachet to non-healthcare aficionados, meaning that when I have people, when I have CEOs from different companies, when I go to Rise and I cover Rise, you know, the, one of the reasons that we do that series on, on the HealthCast is because I want to humanize these CEOs to people that are listening in Atlanta and Seattle and D.C. And, and, and affiliates around the country. And Mark Cuban, with his platform on Shark Tank, with his platform with the Mavericks, he has the ability to drive. We use these terms like disruptor and change agent. Mark Cuban can be the ultimate change agent in healthcare because of who he is and the platforms that he has. And I absolutely love it. That's, that's one thing that I've always not liked about the healthcare industry is just knowing how expensive those drugs are. And Mark Cuban who's a multi-billionaire, he has the ability to float nine figures. He can float $100 million. See, that's the thing about businesses. Even with my business, Paragon 7 Studios, Paragon, you have to have, seven, if you want to be an seven, entrepreneur, you studio, want to get into studio. your own business, you have to be able to float a couple of years if the profitability is not there. And most people have to raise that money. That's why Shark Tank exists. But Mark Cuban doesn't have to raise that money. He's basically what, what Mark Cuban is basically doing. If you've ever watched 
American Gangster with Denzel Washington. And he's playing Frank Lucas. And Denzel Washington's in Harlem. And he goes, he goes to the Golden Triangle. And he buys, he buys heroin at cost because he's going all the way over to, to, to Vietnam and Cambodia and Laos. And he's, he's getting his raw in Asia. He cuts out the Italians and the Dominicans and all the gangs in Harlem. He's selling wholesale 100% raw heroin in Harlem. And that's basically what, what Mark Cuban is doing. And obviously he's he's a reverse, he's a reverse Frank Lucas. Paragon seven studios. Social determinants of health programs are important to the Medicare and Medicaid populations, specifically individuals facing chronic illness. Upside Home's personalized approach allows plan members to build trust with a highly engaged home manager, enabling an array of SDOH services in a controlled but non-institutionalized environment. For more information, contact the Upside Home Partnerships team at 954-866-7255. It's electric made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need with intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS from Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. To the poets and the perfectionists, the warriors and the worriers, the timely and the timeless. We're Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, and we're transforming healthcare for the future, for today, for the communities we serve. This is our pledge to you. These are the 